Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Muller Corner. Mullerlicious. Okay, I just, I actually just want to practice this first. <clears throat> In a world. <laughs> Go for it, girl. In. In. In a world. I can't. In a world where dancing and podcasts collide, only three people can save the day. It's Brian Dowling Gorlian. It's Lyra. And hi, I'm I'm Lottie. Lottie Ryan. This is the Dancing with the Stars official podcast. Movie Week. Where are we? What's happening? She's in slow motion here beside me. I'm in slow motion. <laughs> Guys, what do you think of my movie week voice? That was so, that good. Was so good. Seeing it and watching it live is incredible. Your eyes were twitching. It just comes out. You're a natural it, performer. I, listen, what can I say? Triple threat. What can I say? Okay, let's get into it. Give me your movie week show in one word, please. Brian. My show in one word is yes. Because to me, the shock on everyone's faces. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it right. Finally, week four. One word I'm saying is yes. Because I think Sunday's show was a feast for the eyes. And it's the only week that it's not really about the dancing. It's about the hair. It's about the makeup. It's about the costumes. It's about the characters. And I think everyone delivered in front but more importantly, behind the camera. Those people work so hard every week. And this week, as a viewer, you were able to see that. My word is yes. Lyra. Mine is Paul. Stole the show. <laughs> Stole the I sh- show. I should have known Sh-sh- that. Should have guessed. Should have guessed um, that one. Why exactly is that? It was the twisting around. He's up, he's down. He's throw me here and throw me there. He's obviously listening to the podcast because I did say that last week. I was like, they need to put in more lifts. And it was lift. Tabulous. It was. Maybe that's my word. Liftabulous. Liftabulous. I'm always making up new words new anyway. Word. Why you not? Need, I really do feel that at the end of the run of the podcast at this stage, two seasons in with the three of us, Lyra needs to write a book. Her with, own dictionary. Yeah, her own dictionary. dictionary yeah. Of uppy downies. All, yeah. all of it in there. Well, Dictation by Lyra. God bless anyone who reads it. You're failing all your exams. <laughs> Dr. Marie Cassidy. Oh. She left that dance floor on Sunday night after her 101 Dalmatians themed foxtrot with the gorgeous Stephen Vincent. Mary spoke with Jen Zamparelli on 2FM earlier and this is some of what she had to say. Were you surprised when they called out your name? Not really. Were you not? I've always said when we go to that bit and they go the dum-dum-dum bit yeah. and you're all standing there. Uh, that doesn't bother me at all because we know that somebody's going to go. Yeah. So why not me? The know? competition is fierce this year, Stephen, I, I feel. It's, yeah, it's a really, really tough one to call, mm. I think. Yeah. I think it was a really good show last night and it, it could, you know, it could go to anybody this season. I think it's strong. Um, What was it like being Mary's partner? Now, oh. she did say in the original VT, if we can go back to the very first show, <laughs> that you were quite, you're easy on the eye. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was the first time I'd heard that when they played that. I didn't know. So thank you. Um, now, you know what? It's been an absolute joy. Uh, she, this, this lady's not stopped smiling. Um, like every single day, uh, we've had fun. We've laughed. Um, and I was just saying to her before, actually, I, she never took a break. But I don't know whether it's because I didn't let her. Mm-hmm. But she never actually asked to stop. Um, she just carried on. And whatever was thrown at her. I didn't know I could ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, no, never ask yeah. for a break. <laughs> and it's a joy. Uh, what are you going to take from the show? You can't take Stephen, but yeah. like apart I from know. I, I thought that was my prize last night. But no, <laughs> you no, lead, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get a glitter ball. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get a glitter ball. I just love her. I love her. And I loved this performance. Sorry, but she walked Stephen. She put him on a lead. On all fours. I mean, come on. It was iconic. It was very sad to see her go. But what a way to to leave on a high. On a really good, positive performance. And I always think it's funny when people leave and they're not dressed as themselves. I think it's hilarious (laughs) when they have to leave. And she's like, oh, I'm Cruella Deville. And he's like, I'm a Dalmatian. It's so funny when you leave not as yourself. And she looked incredible as Cruella Deville. She never failed on the show and she left her... Head high and I'm thrilled for her because she'd done a great performance. And Stephen left on all fours. It was perfect. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Look, seeing as this week's show is such a visual treat, the podcast decided to go behind the scenes with some of the incredible creative teams of the props, the hair, the make of the costume. They were all there on Sunday. So you're going to be hearing from them throughout this episode telling us exclusively how they made the show happen. And I think on a show like this week's one, Movie Week in particular, it the work of everybody backstage is what makes it shine. And people wonder why you get in. And we'll know this Sunday mornings at 7am. Well, this is why. Because there's so many people in hair, in makeup, and we know your costumes can actually still be changed up until you're about to go on and dance live. So many people make this show so fantastic. I'd have a cardiac arrest if somebody changed my outfit last minute. I'd be like, sorry, I've planned this now. That's no. it. I would. <laughs> Back off. They'd be sewing you in, Lyra. Literally. Just as you're running Holy out. Moses, yeah, I've had yeah, that yeah, before, yeah. right? I'm not going to lie. Well, <laughs> let's chat about the show. Our remaining 10 contestants, Brooke and Robert. They danced a Paso Doble to the Greatest Showman. I have to first of all say these costumes were hands down my favourite costumes of the night. They were spectacularly beautiful. Um, And second of all, Brooke did not come to play. There was one moment in particular when she joined up with Rob and they went across to the corner of the stage in the beginning of the routine at lightning speed. And it was just, it was beautiful. Brian, what did you think? And she did all of this in heels. Yeah. Check that. The opening for this I wrote in my notes was wow. The red and black lighting was so moody. And then when we seen them both in the ring master mm. outfits. Cheryl Cole vibes it was giving fight me. Fight for this love. I was like, fight for it, girl. Fight for it. And all all of the look, not just the costume. The hair, the hair. The hair. But also the way she was able to move her body, her head. Her arms, and I think you've said this before on the show, and I'm copying you now, Lyra. Obviously, setting you, trends all day, every trends. day. If you were didn't watch this show, why not? A, eh? what's wrong with you? And you, <laughs> and you and you turned it on. I think you would struggle last night, and this is no shade to Robert. He's a phenomenal dancer, but you would struggle to go. Okay, who's the pro yeah. and who's the celebrity? They were that good. She's not here to play. She's here to slay. Yeah. 
Um, well, I couldn't not talk to the makeup team about this look. Oh. So I went backstage and I had a chat with Grace. On the makeup team, there are four of us. So Mary Drummond is head of the department. She's amazing. And then working underneath her is myself, Grace Cummins, Tara O'Reilly and Jen Keo O'Reilly. Talk to me about Brooke's look. So Brooke was, her dance was for The Greatest Showman. It's quite a strong look. She's really able to pull it off. She's quite strong features. The bold red lip, the nice sharp wing. It's all very kind of theatrical, but still very pretty as well. And talk to me about doing makeup for television because it's different than how people do their makeup during the day. So what, what do you have to keep in mind? So we have to keep in mind that all the girls still want to look like themselves. They still want to look really nice and pretty, but everything does have to be a little bit kind of extra. I suppose coverage needs to be more, colours need to be more powerful, blush needs to be more, just more um, of everything. But at the same time, you don't want them to look like cartoon characters on TV either. At the beginning of a journey like this, the men generally tend to shy away from the spray tan and, you know, shy away from the curling tones and the makeup. Week one, yes, but week two... It all changes. (laughs) They're kind of queuing up. They're kind of queuing up. You know, they get a little bit darker as this, as the episodes go on. And, you know, someone who was completely against getting a spray tan might come in and say they now want to contour. Or, you know. No. Oh, yeah. Name names. Ah, my lips are sealed. You can oh. see. You know what? You can see. You can spot. You the, can spot. Okay. Yeah, spot the chisel jawline. So who do you think it was? Clearly me. She said chisel jawline. Obviously. <laughs> who else could she even talking about? You? You're not on the show anymore. Oh, darn it. It's I'm last not. night. But I think, I, I think you can work out as the show has progressed. Oh, he's getting a tan. Like, I even noticed Kevin's hair was curled. It was. Shane's been looking bronzed. I know. Damien has a chiseled jaw. Oh, could've it been could him. be Damien. Damien. Moving on. Shane Byrne and Karen Byrne and they were next up on the floor they performed a tango to Wreck-It Ralph Lyra this look was amazing I saw Shane backstage and in person that hair was spectacular I know he's literally went from blow dry to frizz fry and I'm literally <laughs> loving it for him I'm like you are keeping the glam going I mean when Karen said that he couldn't move his neck I was nearly in stitches because we know rugby players they've hex they've heads and necks are the same absolute size and when he was like moving them I was like oh bless him he can't I was but he done a so heck. well. A heck, when your head and your neck is the same size. Have you ever size. dated a rugby player? Obviously. Mm, me too. High five. <laughs> there we go. Excuse me. <laughs> have oh, you? Have you? Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. There's still time. I don't think there is. <laughs> don't, yeah, there is. Always have a plan B. You never know. You never know. Actually, I didn't know if Shane's hair was his own hair or a wig. So it took me a while to go, is that his hair or is that a wig? Because on a show like this, you just never know. It was his own hair. No, it was a wig. It was a wig. <gasps> it was a wig. It was oh a wig. wig. It was a wig. That wasn't his hair, Wiggy. Brian. What? I thought it was his hair too. With a bit of volume powder stuck inside and a bit of nah, extensions. No, 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 no. That was a wig. Move over, tea. Panty. Move over. The wig game is getting I strong. it was a wig. Stephanie Roach oh and Irvinus Merfeldes. They were next up with a salsa and they did Rhythm of the Night from Moulin Rouge. Brian. First up, Positive One, I love that track. I've not heard it in years. And this show was great for you going, oh my God, yes, that's on the playlist. Play it. Second Positive. She looked absolutely beautiful she when actually... she was lying on the floor. That armography. And I'm sorry. Armography. Chris- sorry, can uh, we stop? Armography. This is going in the dictionary. Armography. <laughs> armography. 
Geography. Uh, this is what I'm in. Hairography, I expect. Using your arms on the floor, honey, yeah. She actually looked like, like Christina. Christina Aguilera. She did. I have it in my notes. She did. Now, from the salsa, I expect more. I want more fun. I want more speed. I want more sass. Face. I felt for her. She looked uncomfortable. Now, maybe it's the heels. Week one, week two. Week three, flats. Charleston, Boom. yes, yes, yes. Week four, in heels. I don't know. I felt for her. She was definitely out of her comfort zone. Yes. But she gave it socks. Yes. She really tried to move those hips and... I feel it was a big departure from the Stephanie that we saw week one. And I think if you had asked her to do something like that on week one, she wouldn't have been able to wouldn't probably. Wouldn't have had the confidence. Yeah. Wouldn't have had the confidence. And I I think she looked a bit disappointed with the results. She got a 17. And I think she obviously had worked so hard that she probably felt she deserved a little bit more. I'm excited to see what herself and her Venus do next week. I feel like she is one of the hardest workers on the show. She's a driven woman and I I would like to see her really let go and have fun next week. Next, Kevin McGarren and Laura Nolan. This song for me is just so stunningly beautiful. It was pure imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Lyra, the thing is, the music is so iconic. Was Kevin's performance iconic for you? It definitely went hand in hand. Like he opened that whole sequence by himself. He owned it. Like, I couldn't keep my eyes off him. I really, really enjoyed it. And I I did need to remind myself that he's not a professional dancer. He hasn't danced before. You know, his expertise is in another level. But during that performance, I was like, he has come so, so far. He's a know, wild horse, that Do you man. know why? Because he made why? you believe. And he that's made me believe. his job to make you believe. And his solo bit, I agree with you, our notes are, it's like I copied your homework. He did. I kind of I saw did. him looking over here, Sorry, guys. Sorry, I, I saw did. him looking over here. So I'm good. all the crack, really, not brain. <laughs> one of the best, one of the best things about this performance for me was at the very... Oh, you were crying for a second. No, You're I have high. No. <laughs> Imagine I was crying. I was like, he made you cry, really? <laughs> at the end, he let out and a, a visual sigh of relief. He actually gasped when it was over. Ver- when it was over. Oh. And, like he was so relieved. And I just think he is a dark horse. He mm. is one to watch. This guy works hard. And they the judges were making points that he technically is really surprising them. You know, he's able to do things that they weren't expecting from him. Arthur said it was smooth and tasty. Just like chocolate. Don't say just like his husband. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, you're left out of that one. Le- again. <laughs> now, before we move on, I want to give a big shout out to the props team. Oh, listen. Okay, the props to the props team. They were amazing last night. They do the most incredible work and they are running around like at lightning speed in between these dances, pulling things off set, pushing things on set. People have no idea when little things come up like a giveaway for a holiday or a little voiceover looking back at the routines. While those things are happening on your TV screens, these guys are putting in the biggest effort to bring the next routine to life. So I grabbed Tony from the props department for a little chat. Hi, I'm Tony. I'm part of the prop team here. Uh, we work under the direction of our art director, Noel. Uh, we have Eddie 
Barry and Luke, and occasionally we draft in other people, particularly on this week, movie week is absolutely out the door. It's props everywhere on off, very little time in between the acts and stuff. But it's great fun. What is the most difficult transition tonight in the, the routines for you guys? Uh... There's not one particular one, but there's certainly a couple where there's a lot of props to get off and a lot of props to get on for the next act. And with very little time, maybe 140, 145 seconds per change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it ever happened that you haven't gotten a prop off in time? Not yet, Touchwood. Not That's yet. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's, it takes a bit of management, but so far we've been pretty lucky. Props to the prop team, uh, Tony and all the lads. They're all absolutely fantastic. Uh, you forgot to ask one incredibly important question. Which is? Was the suitcase pink or blue? Oh. Or was it silver? Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't I ask. I can't believe that. Lottie. I'm so sorry. We're at war with each other we over are. this. We've not spoken in months. I've really let myself down. I pro- Next time... I will ask Tony. Thank you. Yeah, we need to we end this We might need photographic feud. proof also. I will get fo- I will get video proof, photographic <laughs> Thank proof. You. I'll do it all. We Is that need okay? Good woman, yeah. Thank we need you. That. Wait, what's that I hear? <laughs> oh, they're getting better. Hong Kong. I like that. Oh. Lyra, yeah. Brian, the overall national opinion is that last week's <laughs> pod exclusives jingle was... Shocking. A marginal success? Oh, she went high pitch. We're doing better. Guys, this could be really affecting my career. I think I might have to opt out for this bit. I might have to opt out. It could only be a good thing. Sorry, could you imagine Lyra quit the podcast because she said our jingles were affecting her career? It's really emotionally getting to me, guys. So this week, we need some glitz and glam. All to celebrate movie week. A little later, we're going to reveal the exclusive dances and song choices. And you guys will be introing to this. That was long. It's That's yeah. a long one. And it's dramatic. It's so dramatic. Than I don't think that one's to. in my key. I think I'll opt out this week. No, 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 excuses. That's very like, pot exclusives. Pot, pot exclusives. Save it, save it. Save it. Save it. Okay, back onto the dance floor. Blockbusters now with five more performances to enjoy. Panty. Bliss and Dennis Sampson. They did a jive to The Witches Are Back from Hocus Pocus 2. I hated Hocus Pocus 2. This performance made me think maybe I need to go back and rewatch it because I loved it. <laughs> Brian. For me, this was one of the standout performances from Sunday Night Show. It was so colourful. It was so magical. There was something quite Halloween-y and magical about it. And also, uh, panties, hair, makeup, costume, Absolutely incredible. It was quick. It was fun. It was chaotic, but in the best way possible. And how amazing to have her friends there, her sisters, Shirley Temple Bar and Veda, to come out. This is Irish television on a Sunday night. And to have three, you know, famous on the gay scene drag queens. But to see that on national television is phenomenal. And the energy they brought. I feel like it elevated the energy of the entire show because the excitement was palpable off them. They were so happy to be there supporting Panty and they just... 
all looked like they were having such it looked like a party I wanted to go to and yeah. also didn't they look exactly like the Sanderson exactly. sisters exactly I was like is that Sarah Jessica Parker in the blonde I literally was like when I was looking I was like what professional dancers are they? I was like, who are they? And then when I found out at the end, I was like, oh my God, they see it in character for the whole thing. Added so much more drama and fun to the performance. I loved this so much. And the thing is, the theme was there throughout the whole dance. The dance was there, the intro was there, the costumes were there, the girls were there. Everything was just fitting in place. Like, I love a mood board. I love a bloody mood board. And this was like ticking all that. It was I, so I juicy. also feel like it even was in the VT. The, the, the moment where Panty and Dennis, they were like cooking up a potion. This is what Panty does. It's a show from start to finish. And Panty has done this every single week. And to have the other drag queens there elevates the show to such a level. Absolutely. And I have to also say, Panty did give the costume department a shout out. I can tell she's just one of those people who appreciates every single person and all the jobs that everyone is doing. Because also they know, and Panty knows, and Rory would know, the work that goes into it. Yeah. So appreciates and respects everyone that's doing it. Suzanne and Michael on the floor next with their Paso Doble to America from West Side Story. Lyra, talk to me about this Paso. She is back in the game. She's back, 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 I felt back. like Arthur doing that. I don't back, know why. Back, you know, back, he's back, always back. like, no, 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 he's not at all. That is such he's a bad so impression. Is. <laughs> I love this woman, right? I just think, you know, as following her on the gram, seeing her as a businesswoman, I loved seeing her being vulnerable and now I love seeing her coming back with that power and that fight. I could see at the start she was a bit nervous, but like, you know yourself, once you, you know, get something in your head, it's really, really hard to come back from it. But after a few steps, she was there and she was nailing it. And the way she was like getting dragged around the place, you know, when she'd put the leg up and then was dragging. I don't know what that move is, but it was so <laughs> good. And I was just so happy for her that, you know, she now can like breathe a bit and be like, right, I'm, I'm here now. This is it. I just think we have to talk about the hair. The hair was fantastic. It was stunning. And I was backstage with the team behind the amazing hairstyles on Sunday. Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm head of hair. And on my team is Elaine Lynch, Rebecca Cunningham and Trish Toomey. What is movie week like for you in one <laughs> sentence? Stressful. Best week of your life on, on Dancing with Stars. It really is. It's just epic. But it's you never think you're going to get it. And, and, and this is the sixth year it's on and I'm doing this six years and still every year a movie week I'm like I'm not going to get this right I'm not going to get this we haven't got enough time my biggest thing is things not to come out so there's no people tripping or falling anything falling that's the biggest thing as well but every week but movie week is more the colour of the hair is it going to distract or is the hair too big there's a lot of hair there's a lot there's a lot of hair <laughs> I want to ask you about Suzanne's hair tonight because everybody is talking about and, it um, yeah. how did you create this look this was done in 20 minutes what because I am I allowed to tell me secrets <laughs> it's up know? to you that's your decision <laughs> Well, we were going to pretend actually. everybody wants to know come on <laughs> we were going to pretend to wear a hairdresser Jane Walsh we were going to pretend to her that we cut it all off and she has to put new extensions in it tomorrow <laughs> but um, no I literally took the back of it away and plaited it and stuck it all up and then I set it and then I tweezed it all into a bob and then we do this thing we put like a glove on a hairdryer and then we set it out with the, with the, with the glove to make it into a bob and she actually wow. did yeah 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 so it's amazing it's amazing honour isn't it it's, it's just... funny how 
a hairstyle can make somebody look so completely different they take on a different character it gives yeah. them a new confidence it, it definitely does when you don't know the hairdresser and you're coming on these shows especially the women do you know what I mean and they're coming on and going can I get my people in can I get my team and can I get this person who's my hair this girl is no and when you see you do you have to do a character each week and I can get the character and I show them and I bring them through and I put them at ease you do it and you have to do it and then that's when you know every day you're not going to walk out with your hair like that because this is the show I have to say big props to Carol Ann because she is just as is the whole team with her phenomenal at what she does I remember her sewing in a fringe onto my head so as it wouldn't fall out Dora no. Dora because Dora I do. I I did this routine, Dora, and uh, there's a lot of lifts in it, mm-hmm. and I was terrified because they really wanted me to look like Dora that my hair was going to fall off. <laughs> so she sewed it in. She's just amazing. She's amazing. The whole team is amazing. Next on the dance she floor, she lost her fringe. Dora's no fringe. <laughs> Dora has her fringe. Dora at... is down, guys. Dora's fringe is on display. Oh, oh. I got. I took the fringe. From the show, don't know if I was allowed to do that. Okay, and I they have know it. Now. I have it at home on top of my glitter ball. It's please a fringe wear, on the glitter please ball. Wear oh the my fringe god! Next of course, week. We do. <laughs> will I? Wear yeah. the fringe. Next wear okay. the fringe. Wear the okay. fringe. Okay. Bring in the glitter ball. I'll have the glitter ball. You've fringe, <laughs> okay, right? Deal. Deal. Carl Mullen and Emily Barker with their American Smooth too. If I didn't have you from Monsters Inc., Brian. I think Carl definitely brought a sense of fun to this. Listen, Carl brings fun all the time. This was cute. And I thought very, very wholesome. They always bring the fun. Carl is a very consistent performer each and every week. But I'm wondering, can Carl do something that is, I'm going to say the S word. Oh, God. Sexy. Oh. Sassy. Smouldering. Can he give us a bit of danger? Okay, Brian, calm I have down. faith in him. I have faith. You faith? Since seeing him do his performance to the U2 song. Oh, I that, have, was that the I Paso Doble? I have faith. We definitely couldn't have been looking for something a bit more sexy from Sully from Monsters, Inc. No, that's why I said wholesome. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sexy Sully has a ring to it, though. I mean, he's, he's, booked. Does. he's booked for Blake's party. Actually, he's doing Blake's birthday yeah. on September 1st. So Great. We'll, he's, he's we'll be that. there. Lottie, yeah. we'll be there. We'll just invite ourselves. Yeah, I didn't get oh, the invite. Sorry, I was guys. Say. It's guest list only. Oh, my. If your names are on the list, you ain't coming in. <laughs> we have children <laughs> relatively close in age. I would have thought I got the invite. Hang on, are we sensitive and a couple here? A couple, they could, yeah, Wolf and Blake. Oh I'll God. bring the tequila, obviously. Oh, of course, you're in, you're invited. Come on. <laughs> Paul Brogan and Salome oh, Chachua oh, are oh. up next with the Charleston oh, it's to a star here. is born from Hercules. Um, Lyra? Oh, She's not to say about this, surely. I, surely. I'm gone, Don Perignon, I'm off. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to do more of an author thing here and say a star is born and he did look like Hercules. I'm sure the lads gave him some gaff for that uh, skirt. Oh, totally. But it's all in the name of love of dancing and he looked great. She looked great. I mean, the Salome scarf swing was just amazing. I mean, how does they even do that? She was flying around his leg like there was no tomorrow. She's like a Christmas read. I was like, what is going on here? It was amazing. I think... Oh. They're listening to the pod. They are. Just saying, last week I said, you know what? He's massive and muscly. She's tiny and so cute. You did. You do more and like... I said, wait to the semi-final. Woo, woo, woo. They I, listened. Thank you. I'm on the team. I'm on the team. You've I'm in choreographing it. next week. Let's Upsy downsy turns around. Here we go. <laughs> but when we said, oh, we'd love to see them do a couple of more lifts, <gasps> I never in a million years was expecting Slow May to do cartwheels 360 around his neck. I... I 
I, he ended with her in the air like a I dumbbell. Oh, juicy couture. They, they deserved the highest score of the night. Yeah. They got highest score of the season. Yeah, highest score of the season. And also, you know, he comes from a sporty, you know, perceives a masculine background. Even for him to wear that skirt and just go with it shows he is fully committed to this. But I have a complaint, <gasps> and this will. I have to take a sip because I'm still not over it. Oh, I'm nervous. Me too. Get ready. Why? Why what? Didn't my husband give him a ten? I expected a nine from Brian. A nine. I thought, here we go, Arthur. Here we go. Oh no! And he came in. I was like this with the baby, and I was like, why didn't you give him a ten? What did he say? Not your job, mind your business. Good man. <laughs> With exactly an Armenian accent. But I, I kind of thought he's. Go- we're going to get a 10. I just want to say, we do not have the budget on the podcast for marriage counselling. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. It. Sorry, babes. But I was expecting a 10. I'm sorry, Arthur, let me down. Now, obviously, this is really important that I researched his costume. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just needed to know a little bit more detail about it. So while I was backstage, I popped into the wardrobe department to find out about Paul's look. Hi, I'm Neve O'Connor. I am one of the costume designers on the show alongside Monica Ennis. We have a huge team. Caroline, Michelle, Yvonne, Eva, Lara, Ben, Maria, Veronica. So we all work together and we're working very fast this week because it's movie week. It would be remiss of me not to ask um, about the severe amount of leg that Paul is showing today. Well, he's Hercules. So obviously Hercules used to wear a tunic underneath the breastplate. So um, we had some fantastic stuff brought in from Milan, his cape, everything. The tunic, unfortunately, wouldn't fit. Because he's a big man, uh, Paul. He's got a lot of lifts and a lot of lifting slow-me in the air. So we said, okay, listen, we have to find something else. So we went to the Abbey Theatre Hire Company, um, which have absolutely stunning stuff that are used in films, plays, not just in Ireland, but throughout the UK and Europe and all the rest. So we went there. We found a gold one, which is what we needed. We had to take it in and customise it for him, that it fit him, and obviously that you could see his form while he was dancing too, and put the leather breastplate over it. So um, it, he looks absolutely incredible, and it dances amazing. So I think he really pulls off the character. And finally, to take to the floor on Sunday was Damien McGinty and Kylie Vincent. They performed a jive to Burning Love from the Elvis movie. Brian, how was this for you as the closing number of the night on Sunday? What a fabulous way to close the show. It was absolutely incredible. Even the lighting and the way that Elvis was, you know, seen. Agree. Um, He even sprayed his hair black. That's a full-on commitment. I thought he had black hair. No, his hair was definitely... Spray black. Oh, another oh, color thing. Another color We're doing thing. another color thing. No, please. He definitely. No, no, um, no. He definitely sprayed his hair black. Okay, what color do you think his hair is then? His hair is dark. But this oh, was. That's like, not a color. A dark is not a no, color. No, no. His hair was like dark brown. Oh, okay. Brown and he is the color. Sprayed it black because he, he was sweating. He was black marks on his okay, face. Okay, hang on a second. He how sprayed. About, it. How about I just ask Caroline next week? Yes, please. Ask Caroline. Yes, please. Ask props and Caroline. Okay, so he sprayed his hair black. Let's leave it okay. there. Um, the speed, the kicks, the flicks, uh, the back bend, and to go from the waltz the week before, which we said was very, very emotive, so emotional, and the waltz is more pair back to this. He was Elvis, and I was here for it with his black hair. I Mic lo- drop Brian out. I loved his energy. I loved his attitude. 
I, like at the end, he walked so slowly over to talk to Jen. He was genuinely exhausted. I think he gave it everything. And the jacket. Can I just keep that the jacket? jacket? I'd wear that. I'd wear that as a shirt dress. I'd wear that. I thought that was good. It's time. Oh no. <laughs> Lyra. Sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't have said dreading, that. Dreading it. Sorry oh, no. oh no. Letting the pod down. This is the bit she hates. <laughs> it is time for the pod exclusive. Some might say we began as background extras. Mm-hmm. We then went on to have one line as maybe the village drunk. Don't look at me when you say that, please. But right now we are Hollywood starlets. Are you ready? I'm ready. He's always ready. It's time for Epic Movies Pod Exclusives. Three, two, one. Pod Exclusives. 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 I just thought if you can't beat them, just join them and go wild. Banshee, here we come. How was that? I think I just burst a blood vessel. I was really pushing hard there. I think you burst our eardrums and the mics. I'm very rarely left speechless. I talk for a living, but my God, um, I won't say what I thought that was like. Pod exclusives. Better be good after that. (laughs) My first exclusive. Go. This is a good one. Oh, what is it? Juice. It's genuinely really, really good, guys. Okay, Stephanie and her Venus are going to be performing a. Paso Doble. Oh, give it to me. To Edge of Seventeen by John Gibbons and Lyra. Did you know this? Obviously, I didn't know this is a pod exclusive. I'm finding out for the first time. Do you not know how this game works? Not really, no. (laughs) Hello, get with the programme. You're going to have your own song on the show. That's really cool. cool. We've made it. Come on, Stephanie. We've made it because of you. Yes. (laughs) Are you going to be unbiased? Obviously not. I'm going to be totally biased. Okay, oh, shit. Of course she is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My song. It's dancing to Ten. it. That's it. <laughs> Second exclusive. Ooh. Brooke and Robert. Are. Samba. Oh, she'll be great at that. Really she will. She's going yeah. to be good at this. She's going to be doing a samba to slow-mo by Chanel. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if I know that one. Sounds good. It has Chanel on it. I was just <laughs> about to say that. We are the same person. We are the same. We are the same person. Yeah, oh I'm going to go into God. Big Brother next. You shouldn't. I'm going to release a single. Good man. Yes. <laughs> what about me, guys? I'm so sorry. We'll wheel. bring you along for the totally. ride. Come on. Yeah, okay, when one of us shines, we all shine. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> And that is another epic movie week done and dusted. Done and dusted? That's done a lovely dusted. word. I dusted. Scooby Doo out Connery of here. Dusted. Oh my God. <laughs> Huge congrats to all the couples, by the way, and the judges and importantly, the creative teams behind the show. It was amazing. And remember, you can always subscribe to the Dancing with the Stars official podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or the RTE Radio Player app. The series podcast coordinator. I don't know if you've ever met him, Lyra. His name is Paul Moriarty. Still not met him. No. I've heard rumours. Still not met him. I know. Still buying my own tea. Yeah, it's shocking. (laughs) The enigma that is Paul Moriarty. Yeah, to meet him at some point. Okay, you two, are you ready? We're ready. We're ready. Keep partying! See you next week.
Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Muller Corner. Mullerlicious.